Welcome to The Confessional. I'm Mike Moran. Tell us your deepest, your creepiest, your funniest. Confess to us. No one's listening. All right, everybody. Welcome all to The Confessional. My name is Mike Moran, and I am joined today and as always by trusted producer and friend, Mr. Jimmy Soleski. How are you, Jimmy? I'm doing great. Thank you for asking, sir. You playing music, Jimmy? I've been playing Borderline too much lately, man. I got a... It is a good song, though. Yeah. You can never play it too much, in my opinion. On the borderline. Yeah, no. I got to come up with a new set list, really, is the problem. Just 12 straight times of that. Um, but I got some vacations coming up this month, so it's All good right. to unwind, unpack, as sure. the woke people say. Sure, sure. Um, so, yeah. Um, are you worried about this upcoming possible lockdown? I'm worried about you not wearing your headphones, to be honest. Oh, but yeah, I'm more worried about this. Uh, yes, I am quite worried. The city uh, put in the mask mandate this morning. Right. Uh, we're recording this on Monday, of course, 9 a.m. Very strange, I got to say, when I'm playing gigs in the city all weekend and nobody's wearing a mask whatsoever, mm-hmm. but suddenly mm-hmm. at 9 a.m. everyone yeah. has to wear a mask. Yeah. It's like, that is bizarre. You this just, doesn't, like, right. COVID's waiting around for 9 a.m. Yeah. It gets like, bad hey. on Mondays. It's like Garfield. Yeah. Hates Mondays. <laughs> yeah. COVID loves it, dude. COVID just wakes up to, like, time to go to work, dude. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Now, Jimmy, yeah. uh, we have a, a, a guest, maybe even a co-host. She, she's, co-host. More than a, she's more than a guest. Mm-hmm. She's a regular here at The Confessional. Mm-hmm. She's my good friend. She's a very good artist, Jimmy. She paints. I believe it. Not like house, not like in the Robert De Niro sense. Yeah. Not she even paints in houses. The... Not like the Irishman. <laughs> right, right. She, she's a good painter. She's a good friend of mine. Will you please welcome Ashley Ann Rutledge. Ashley... Hello. Thanks for coming back again. I love it here. I feel Do like you? I'm just starting to just make this part of my normal. Oh, well, that sounds good to me. It's a new normal. It is. Yeah. Um, Ashley, how have you been? I've been good. I've been good. You I... got a cat? Yeah. So my my big news is that I am now a cat mom. Right. Hence the shirt. Shout out to best friend Trish Lori for ordering me a cat mom shirt. Okay. Kind of seals the deal there. Sure. Um, I did. I got a cat. I And the cat's name is Moonlight. Moonlight. Yeah, she's beautiful. She's older, 14 years old, has arthritis. Aww. Um Where'd you get her from? I got her from the Baltimore County Animal Shelter. Okay. Right in Baldwin, Maryland. Right. I think they have a few different locations, but they have like the Friends of Baltimore County Cats Association there. Mm-hmm. And I got her there. I wasn't planning on getting her she wasn't the cat that i was gonna adopt uh-huh. um and i wasn't don't even... tell her that well no you were my second choice I, I, i'm not gonna tell her that but i yeah, enough you told her she was adopted i, right? yeah. <laughs> I think she <laughs> knew she watched, doesn't have a father in her life she watched the whole situation go down um apparently they found her on the streets of dundalk mm. she was just roaming around there mm. dehydrated yeah um Never, you, you never hear from the streets of Dundalk followed by anything positive. My inspiration comes from the streets of Dundalk. I'm not trying to be. <laughs> yeah, but that's where they found her. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I had a couple friends. They're like, get a cat. You need a cat in your life. Right. Because people tell me that too. 
you know, I live alone. Mm-hmm. I'm single. Mm-hmm. I've got a terrible mice problem I've in got, your apartment. No, I've got a, ba- a beta fish named George. <laughs> and that is kind of just my life in this condo. And I work from home and I'm, you know, I'm by myself a lot. And uh-huh. so people were like, get a cat, Ashley. Right. Get right. a cat, they said. Right. So I said to myself, fine, am I going to get a kitten? But they're uh-huh. too high energy for me. Yeah. Yeah, dude. So kittens cute, are though. like, no, they're really if there, cute. If there was like a gland or something that you could snip to make them be kittens forever, I would totally do it. No, they're so cute. Is that possible? But they're really high energy, and I just, you know, I'm like, I can't, I just can't picture the kitten like climbing on the keyboard when I'm trying to work or I'm in a Zoom meeting and just kind of. That sounds like heaven to me. I, yeah, I got to say, we had a studio cat. We found a cat in um, my friend's car. It was weird. He climbed up in the wheel well. <laughs> oh my god! And then he was like driving on six ninety five, and he was like, "Dude, I think there's something in my car." What? <laughs> yeah, oh the cat god. was in the wheel well on the highway. Yes, and he drove all the way from Parkville to here, and then he was like, "There's That's something." Like the story about that slave that like put himself in a box. Pretty much, and dude. Mailed himself. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so we good we Lord. open up the hood and we're looking around. We hear this meowing. We're like, "What the heck?" And we look inside, and there's a cat, a kitten, little kitten that had climbed up in the wheel well. And then we're like, okay. What was he hanging on to? He was, so you know how, how? like, if you look up under your tire, like, <laughs> yeah. the fender kind of bends in like this. Right. And he just, like, kind of climbed into this little cubby divot where wow. he could just rest. And, yeah, he was going 80 miles on the highway and everything. And then Damn. we find it. And we couldn't get the kitten out, so we just took a hose and hosed him out. Oh, my God. And then the class. Well, that's the humane thing to do. Right, I mean, that what are you going to do? You know, did, you, did you shake gentle? the bag of treats? <laughs> right. Like it, I don't no, know. We're just gonna There's a lots of solutions down. for kittens besides spraying them. <laughs> treats work. Well, I got to tell you, we style. tried a bunch. And yeah, <laughs> we tried a bunch of things, and uh, that worked. So he comes out, and we kept him in the studio for like two weeks. And I've never been a cat person. In fact, I think I'm allergic to cats. I, I am too. My eyes get puffy. Mm. I get real itchy. My head yeah, gets me too. itchy. Me too. Um, I never realized that. I just thought that uh, sometimes I got itchy and mm. puffy. Right. And yeah. then I realized, oh, wait, this seems to coincide when I'm around you cats. You found a correlation. Uh, yeah, it was, uh, yes. And uh, we had him for about two weeks. He would just stay here. We'd feed him like 7 Eleven burritos and stuff. And oh like, I don't know, God. I was like 20. We got right, him cat right. food and stuff. Oh, good. And uh, yeah, he would always do that. I'd be sitting on the, I'd be sitting over here, and he would, he would climb up on the thing, jump up on here, and jump across the keyboard. And I'd be like, "Come on, man, I'm trying to do stuff." I wasn't even doing anything. I was probably watching YouTube videos. Right, right. Uh, that's About work cats. here. That's work. Yeah. And so I would take him and I just lob him to the couch. <laughs> and I oh. think he liked that game because he would, he would land on the thing and go, Meow, and then run back <laughs> over, and I just keep doing it and doing it. And I'm like, nice. God damn it! And I started really like the cat. Wow. And. uh one day I came here, he wasn't here, and the guys who live here were like, oh, yeah, we um, we had some friends who like needed a cat, wanted one, so we gave them to them. And I Aww. was like, all right. Went to a good home, sounds yeah, like. Yeah, he went to a good home, but still, like. Yeah. Speaking of, like, throwing throw the, the cat, like, it's, it sounds a little cruel at first, but you think about it, like, as a kid, there's nothing better than an adult, like, throwing you onto something soft. Oh, yeah. You know and, cats, and cats can't... um. They like have something in their equilibrium. They can't retaliate. They can't reta- They can't do anything, and they can't tell anybody <laughs> either. It's the perfect thing. It's the perfect situation. But no, they um they have this like thing where like they can only land on their feet. Like they can't land on their back. So like whenever you can throw them out of like anything, 
And they'll always you can throw them out of the sky, really, but they'd land on their feet. They yeah. wouldn't make it, but they would. <laughs> they would die. They would. They would die. Feet on impact, feet not, they'll die on their feet, not on their knees. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's Unlike a, a dog, for you. which you oh know, a dog just turns upside down. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> right on its head. So yeah, you know, with your fourteen arthritic, fourteen year old arthritic cat, something to think about throwing it around. Yeah, I think testing be great my for theories. Her. Mm, sure. Mm. Um, Storing right. your car. Well, Ashley, Jimmy, today we are discussing funny stories yeah and you have one the cat story is a funny story right? i mean i think it's funny all right I let's mean, hear it real quick well i mean did we already hear it like pressure no <laughs> we heard like well, you want to do a it. confession all first right. make us laugh <laughs> we'll be grading you <laughs> it's like oh, this a seven, is like saturday real, like, live uh, like this is yeah this, this is, is your awful. audition don't right expect here. us to laugh but that doesn't mean you're not doing well no. <laughs> 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 it's more of a like a rant but it's funny in its own way. So I, I told you I made a decision. Okay. People in my life are like, get a cat, get, get a cat. cat. I thought about the kitten thing, you know, right. I'm like too much energy. So I'm thinking, okay, maybe I'll adopt an adult cat. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, you know, where, you know, there's all these cat foundations and some of these groups of people, you know, you got to get vetted and interviewed. They need to come over and see, are you going to give this cat like the right. best home? Right. It was a lot of pressure. Secret service. I felt like over. I wasn't, I was like, no, I've never had a cat before. Like I'm scared. Mm. But mm. so I start, you know, going online and tooting around online looking for a cat. And I see this cat that I just fall in love with from afar. Okay. It looks like Garfield. Mm. He's like seven years old, or maybe he was three. I don't know, something like that. Not as old That's as Moonlight. quite the range. Yeah, well, you know, cat life. I don't know. <laughs> it's all the same. Tomato, three, tomato, like... I don't know. <laughs> so I'm looking, he looks like Garfield, and I'm every day I wake up and I look at his profile. I call the Humane Society. I say, what's the adoption process like? Right. They're like, hey, man. You can come in anytime. You don't need an appointment. Mm-hmm. A lot of the kittens are getting adopted, but the older cats, they're just not really moving. So right. he'll probably be here. And so I call a couple times. I pray. I meditate. I talk to like five different people. And I finally make the decision. I wake up one day, Mike, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I'm going to go get that cat. All right. So I call them up mm-hmm. again because I'm trying to do due diligence here. Sure. And I say to the lady on the phone, do you suggest that I go and get all the supplies first? Right, the Seven Eleven burritos. Right, as she says, unless you know for sure that you're going to get a cat, I wouldn't. I would come here, meet the cat, bond with the cat, right. ask us questions, and then if you decide to go forward, mm-hmm. get mm-hmm. the supplies. So I take her advice. It's a thirty minute journey through the rolling hills of northern baltimore county like i'm like going through like over the hills i'm like look it, like yeah. it's like magical like the sun is shining i'm like feeling like i'm gonna get this cat okay now awesome i'm really excited i right. get there i'm a little nervous i walk in the little man behind the desk is like dogs or cats i'm like cats he's like awesome we have a lot that we need you know to people to adopt mm-hmm. because you had the name and the id i'm saying all of this to say there was there was a lot of investment I put into this process, and I was Sounds told like it. I was told a lot of things by these people. You asked and I a took lot of their, questions. And I you... took their guidance, right. okay, which is why the story, when you know, as it unfolds, you're going to be like, "Oh my god!" So I go back there. We lock eyes, the cat and I. He comes mm. over, he purrs. It's like. You're my mom. Dreamweaver comes on. The Dreamweaver literally came on. Right. The, the cage opens. It's magical moment. Yeah. I'm t- 
me and the little cat man are talking. I'm telling him about my life. He's crying. He's like, oh my God. This you is had just the cat like, man in tears? I had the cat man in tears. Oh my We're God. like sharing a moment. Garfield and I are sharing a moment. Right. And I look at him and I say, where's the pen and paper? Yeah. I want to take this cat. Mm-hmm. And he says, oh, man, you know, I mean, listen. I can't really have you sign the paper unless you take the cat off the property. So what I would do... Which means you have to leave the cat uh, isolated for a while. You have to walk back. He said what I would do is I would go get your your carrier. Right. Go get your stuff. Yeah. Drive right back. Sign the paper. Take them. That way when you take them home because you live 30 minutes away, you have everything there. Mm -hmm. At least the Mm -hmm. basics, right? Like food, litter box. Right. Water bowl. Like So basically the exact opposite of what that lady told you. Right. So I said to him, okay, I don't want to drive all the way back up to Bel Air to PetSmart, so I'll just go around the corner yonder to Safeway. Sure. It's like 20 minutes away. They don't have everything, but they had the basics. So I say goodbye to Garfield. I didn't know it would be my last time. Okay. For <laughs> first and last time saying goodbye to sure. this cat. So I go, I'm like calling my best friend. I'm like, Trish, I'm going to be a cat mom. And she's like, girl, get it. And like, we're just like, she's like pumping me up in the aisle. I'm like, should I get this food? She's like, well, look at the, they gave me a supply list. She's like, look at the list. Make sure you don't switch the food up on them. I'm skipping down the aisle. I got a cat. I'm like, get Garfield. Do, 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 do. Like, I'm just on cloud nine. Okay. Okay. Sounds like it. Blasted music all the way back. Get out of the car, run as fast as I can to the door. Doing cartwheels. Walk in, and there's a lady with her son. And the little boy is like, Mommy, I am so excited about my new cat, my new orange cat, my new orange cat. (laughs) Now, mind you, there was only one orange cat that I saw, but I'm thinking, God, there's got to be another one, Yeah, they probably have a few spares in the back. Right. So (laughs) I'm sitting there. And the one lady looks over at me and she looks really uncomfortable and she goes, we'll be with you in just a second. And I'm like, what is wrong with her? So sit down. You didn't say that out loud, did you? <laughs> I mean, I might have. I'm sitting down. I'm looking at her like I'm just like tapping my foot. I'm like, ready to get this going. Like get Garfield home and right. it's match made in heaven. Yeah. I sit there, Mike, and the door opens. And it's the little cat man that I had shared a moment with. Right. And he had in his hand a carrier that they said they did not have. Hmm. And he walks over. I see Garfield's face through the bars of the cage looking at me. And he hands the cat to this woman. I've been gone 20 freaking minutes or something like that. Hands the cat to the woman and is like, congratulations on adopting O'Malley, which was the name of the cat. They named the cat O'Malley. And I'm like, oh, my God. They gave my fucking cat away. Wow. And I'm sitting there and I was completely frozen. And I look at the guy and he goes, he just shrugs. And he's like, sorry. <laughs> and she took him out and they're like, the kid's like skipping down. And, I, and here I am. I'm like, okay, I'm heartbroken. I'm confused. I'm angry. Um, also I have all these cat supplies in my freaking car. So I had to make a decision and I told him, I said, okay, buddy, I'll go look at the other cats. And that's when I saw Moonlight. She's Mm. 14. Nobody wants a cat that old. I was like, well, I don't have any other animals. I don't have any kids. So I'll take the cat home. But Mike, like they kept assuring me that this would not happen. Right. That like, that I could. Did, Did he give you an explanation or anything? He just said, 
Uh, she just came in, man. She said that she wanted that cat and you weren't here. So she got the cat, man. I'm like, wow. dude, you knew. What, you, what kind of guy are we talking here? You like, knew. You knew. And I want to make a disclaimer that they're a great organization. They take care of these cats. Thank you for what you do. But I'm still perturbed. Sure. Love my cat. It's understandable. That's traumatic i mean because it's like my first time like i really took a lot of time Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to and it's to me it's kind of funny because it's like you know what are the odds like i'm gonna like put all this time and energy and i'm gonna get there have a moment leave for 20 minutes and then they're just gonna give this right so so you were heartbroken there in the spca but you kept your cool you didn't yell at anybody or anything i think i would i think i maybe would get a little angry with the people i think if there wasn't a child involved i might have been like huh you know got a little attitude but Mm. this kid was really excited but then the woman said something weird she's like we can't afford to take one more cat we have so many cats i'm thinking you're taking this cat to like is it cat hoarderville like i was gonna take the cat to like a one-bedroom condo with nothing else like no other animals in there because on the cage it said doesn't do well with other animals i'm like you're giving this cat to somebody who has like who knows like 12 i don't know how many she had um it was uh (sighs) that's sad Maybe it's more of a sad. So how how did you feel when you found? (laughs) Not funny, Ashley. More tragic. Okay, well maybe my humor is dark. Okay. (laughs) Um, Well, how did you feel when you found Moonlight? I well, so when I first walked back there to see Garfield, she was in the cage next to him, and I felt really guilty. Like, oh my god, she's like never going to get adopted. Mm-hmm. And I felt mm-hmm. like, oh, like I wish I could take them both. Right. So I knew once they had given away Garfield in front of me. Sure. Um, just totally inhumane. I was like, <laughs> I know what cat I'm going to take home. Yeah. And it was her. And she's she's been doing really well. I hired, you know, I've, I've gone all out. I've gotten her like the best of the best. I've decided to get an, a vet that's going to do a house call for her. Wow. So cool. she doesn't have to go in the carrier and right. have the stress. So I, you know, I'm trying to give her a good life cause she's not really very healthy, mm-hmm. but Oh my God. I just was like weeks of this cat. I mean, looking at this cat online and it not moving and then it gets adopted. Like literally <laughs> the 20 minute window I'm gone. <laughs> wow. So that is I guess like moral of the story people is if you want a cat or an animal, be be ready to take them as soon as you see them because they it's will like give the them, housing market right now. They'll you give them to somebody today. else like they don't care. Right. They don't care about the bond, the story, mm-hmm. the verbal contract. That, that guy was her. crying from your story. He was crying. He was like, this is like amazing. This is why I volunteer. This is why. And I then 20 this. minutes later, he's like, eh, 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 sorry, eh, man. Eh, sorry, man. Sorry, man. It's a break. Shit happens, bro, you know? Maybe it's not that. <laughs> it's more tragic, but like, <laughs> and I love my cat. I do. I don't want to like, oh, you know, she's second, I mean, second choice. Right. I was meant to have her. Uh-huh. And she's um, she's great. Love her to death, but. Well, I'm glad you, that you like the cat you got, but yeah, that is very messed up that they would do that. Yeah, and it sucks when you can't like... <laughs> Are they volunteers that work there? Yeah. And yeah, that's and a th- you can't get mad at volunteers. No, they're like, doing their best. But, like, it's just weird things. Like, we don't have a carrier. Surprise, we had one. You know. Oh, yeah. the cat's not going to go anywhere. Surprise, we're going to give it away in front of you. Like, it's like, come mm. on. Wow. Like, wow. <laughs> come on, people. Maybe this guy's, like, a psychopath, and he just, like, no. wants to see. <laughs> no. <laughs> just playing, like, some Hannibal Lecter games with you. Oh, my God. No, but it's, like. All the preparation. 
Yeah. It didn't yeah. even matter in the end. It didn't even matter. Mm-hmm. I would have been better off not asking one damn question, right. rolling up there with no prep and taking that cat. That mm-hmm. would have worked better mm-hmm. than all the time and yeah. energy that I put into like getting this cat. Mm-hmm. So, Well, I'm glad it worked out with Moonlight. Sounds like you have a good relationship. Yeah, she's amazing. Um, all right, let's go to a confession here from Rebecca Dennis from Phoenix, Arizona. Rebecca. Yes. I walked into a poll. <laughs> this is really changing tones. I walked into a poll <laughs> in front of about 200 people at the Hampton Beach Boardwalk and knocked myself unconscious. Oh, my yep. God. I was 14. It was pure humiliation. I was out there long enough for a crowd to form. I'm so happy there were no camera phones back then. Uh, I was only, I'd say, 30 seconds tops. I was only out 30 seconds tops. Huge bump on my head with a little cut. Mm-hmm. It was so humiliating. LOL. I laugh now. It is pretty funny. That is funny. See, if something like that happened to me today, <laughs> I, I would just laugh about it. But I can imagine at 14, that's got to be pretty mortifying. That is the age where everything would embarrass me. Absolutely. Like my mom dropping me off at school. Mom, why do you have to park there? Right, right. Like, why do you have to like... Yeah, as though you can drive at 14. Right, it's like, like, why did you have to take the Volvo and not the other car? Like, I don't want people to see me in a station wagon. Yeah, yeah, I remember that being a huge deal. Anything that that woman did, I was embarrassed at that age. Yeah, absolutely. And anything I did. I remember just one time when I came to a new school, I had to like walk in with my mom to like check in at the office or something. And I, I was like trying every possible way to make that not happen like <laughs> i remember even like discussing it with other kids my age from the previous school like yeah. i was like how do i you know uh which is just ridiculous it's like you're 14 it's one th- if you're 18 maybe it'd be a little different even then it's like come on i mean that's a pretty like and i feel like i've had a close call with things like that especially like being on my phone and walking around there have oh, been yeah, moments i'm yeah. like i could have just run into that yeah, and yeah, yeah. Damn, that would have been horrible. Right. So- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some kids actually like kind of like yelled at me once for doing because I, I guess they were walking behind me. Yeah. And I was uh, listening to my earphones and checking my phone at the mm-hmm. same time. And uh, they yelled at me and uh, called me the N word, actually. Oh, my they were, God. They were black kids. <clears throat> wow. It was, it was still bizarre. And then they started yelling at somebody else across the street, like making fun of them. Where was this? This was in Hamden. It was on the way to the uh, light rail stop, though. Okay. Kind of. I don't really know Hamden very well. Great food down there. Absolutely. What's your favorite place to eat at? (sighs) You go to the Charmery? It's like the market. I don't like ice cream. Oh, that's right. I cannot stand ice cream. That is the weirdest thing I've ever heard. It's just like, could you know, if I never saw it, it disgusts you? It it doesn't disgust. It's just like, why? Wow. You get you get no yeah. pleasurable reaction. Mike, this is why I'm, this is why I'm divorced and single at 34, living with a cat. Okay, I don't <laughs> like ice cream. <laughs> I tell people that they're like, I can't. No, like you know, this is why I'm. Like this is why my life looks like, like this. Laughing, you know, like that's I like mean, saying I you like don't laughing. like happiness. Happiness is great. I just I can't equate it's like it to ice cream. Like saying you don't like Reba. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> um, no, it's so uh, the market, that the food market or whatever. Do you not like other sweets? I know people that just don't like sweets. Oh, I love sweets. I love chocolate. I love cookies, cake, milkshake. Love a good milkshake. What do you think that's made out uh, of? No, Brussels it is. Sprouts? Listen, it is. Milkshake is not the same thing as ice cream. 
It's literally the same thing as ice cream, <laughs> except n- qu- not quite as cold, and there's more milk. So it can't be the same because there's more milk. That is the weirdest thing. How many times <laughs> have you tried ice cream in your life? Oh my god, so many. Maybe you had a bad batch. No, it's just like it's like okay, it's like I don't want that. It's so weird. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, this is like just we're just scratching the surface of the things wrong with me. yeah i believe that (laughs) Uh, let's read another confession here real quick ashley this one is uh this one's long but it's really funny okay i'm ready this is from whitney lee lexington kentucky kentucky oh yeah um (laughs) sorry should i read it in a kentucky accent oh please do well you're kind of from the south though aren't you i grew up in georgia 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 but you also lived in Bel Air, right? Well, I live out in the boonies. Which is the south of Maryland. Yeah, it really is. It's really it's north, it's like, north of us, but it's south. Yeah, just like Pennsylvania is is like it's you more, travel up there north, but you get there, you've clearly gone listen, south. When yeah. you get when you cross that line in Hartford County, you're in a different world out there. Truly. There's not a lot. Definitely. I believe you. Harco. Um, Arca represent. All right. This well, is, actually they do say that Cecil County is the Kentucky of Maryland. Yeah, they, they call, call it Cecil Tucky. Tucky. Right, right. Yes. Would you say Kentucky is like the quintessential southern state? I think it's a toss-up between Kentucky, mm. Alabama, Alabama's a big or Mississippi. One. Mississippi. South Mississippi Carolina. is like a different level, though. No, not South Carolina. South Carolina. Donna from South Carolina. When people think of like the <laughs> ultimate like southerners, yeah. like the ultimate like ding, 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 it's always either right. Kentucky. Well, that's they don't even, like, people from the East Coast <laughs> go down south sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Like people from like, you but, know, but, West Virginia's close. But like out there in the West, kind of the like Southwest. Florida, you go down to the South to like the deep south where my mama was from like mobile alabama and that's like you're in the south but then you go to florida and you feel like you're in new york on the right. beach oh it's yeah so florida weird. is totally in the north yeah but that's like but florida is like the majority of florida isn't like i was just, i just got back from miami and like and yeah. fort lauderdale you can definitely tell you're in the south but it still seems like a city but mm-hmm. like everywhere outside of the main parts of florida i feel like it's like yeah yeah like south you know it's like right. which it really is kind of baltimore too if you think about it well, pretty much i mean if you if you leave Bal- i mean eastern shore of maryland is my least favorite area of the world i don't like the eastern shore it's just really? like desolate and like it's like I'm, i don't feel like i'm in maryland you ever been to eastern beirut shore. never been beirut okay i'm gonna go <laughs> chernobyl uh eastern shore maryland hardy's hardy's which is, there's Cock some on eastern shore no yeah. eastern shore uh western maryland has hardy's but Western Maryland actually is nice, I think. Eastern Shore sucks. But then you have Ocean City. <laughs> I yep. haven't spent much time in either part. Have you ever driven to Ocean City? Yeah, Ocean City, but not like spent time in the Eastern Shore oh, yeah. enough to yeah. judge it. Me neither, really. The no. amount of time you spend driving through it is about enough. the amount of time you need to spend. I, really? I love driving through it. There's something like, I love driving like to the beach in the middle of the night. Because mm-hmm. like, yeah. my family usually gets like a... Uh, beach house for a few days and I, yeah. I usually go or, or like a week or two and I go for a few days and yeah. I always end up having to like drive in the middle of the night because I like have to do a show or something and then I go yeah, yeah and yeah. it's I love it I absolutely yeah I like driving it. at night too it feels it's, so good it's very calming yeah and you know the ocean is there waiting for you you know I don't like, like driving home at night 
but I like driving mm-hmm. to it at night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Driving home at night, I just get tired. It's kind of like yeah. off the road. driving through the desert from LA to Vegas when it's just desert, desert, and then you hit like the pinnacle of yeah. This, I've always like, wanted to do that. That sounds insanity. Cool. Right? You're How just, many like, hours? The oasis of insane. Yeah, yeah. Out in the middle of nowhere. It's like two hours. Yeah. I drive slow. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. two yeah. hours is barely a drive. Yeah, I don't yeah, even I, mean, I drive. think something like that. Going the, all the, the, the way most to Las you Vegas. have to do is you have to get out of LA traffic. Yeah, that's yeah. the. Mm-hmm. That's why you go in the middle of the night that way, and then when you're through the desert, you just right, right. Now, Ashley, yeah. um, why don't you have a southern accent? Because yeah, when I was fourteen, you got embarrassed. I by was it? embarrassed by it. Wow. I was made fun wow. of. We actually had a, uh, a a person on the podcast from England. Who kind of did the same thing? Like she really? totally changed. You know, there's like different British accents. But that's mm-hmm. a cool accent. I know. Well, some of them are. I mean, the the like the the dignified one is is totally yeah. sexy. Yeah. But, but like the, the time uh, where they so have like marbles on their mouth. Easy boy with the curly wobbles. Yeah, that get one's that like, fish and chip, love. Right, like the Jack the Ripper era <laughs> accent. <laughs> you know, like a prostitute's been killed with the robbery. That's the one. <laughs> Maybe you Jack the Ripper talked with. You know, maybe he had a nice voice. Well, that's the that's kind of the myth with Jack the Ripper. Or maybe he was like this gentleman, like yeah, you know, kind of like the Jeffrey. But in real life, he was just probably some jackass. Yeah, Ted Bundy. Yeah, attractive, very. Yeah, is he he, your number one serial killer crush? Oh yeah, Jimmy's a Richard Ramirez. Yeah, Richard Ramirez. Okay, okay. Yeah, I go I go Dahmer all day. Chiseled, he is a handsome fella. What was it? Yeah, Dom. but he put bodies Dom in like. Herrera? But he would dissolve <laughs> bodies. Don DeLuise. Yeah. <laughs> Dahmer. <laughs> um, okay, That's terrible we? running into uh, a we, were, we didn't even start this right. story. I think yeah, we, we started talking about Kentucky. This is a good one. All right, <laughs> listen, kids. <laughs> Whitney Lee, Lexington, Kentucky. When I was in high school, we usually dry, uh, I dated a much older gentleman who lived far away. We usually drive out to the backfield of his parents' Farm and do naughty stuff. Mm. Naughty stuff, she said. Is that a term? Naughty. Is that a Kentucky term? <laughs> Don't know uh, it. One night, 11 o'clock, windows all steamed up, music on, clothes off, we feel a big thump. And then another. Yeah. We wiped the steam off the back window and saw a huge bull. Oh. Headbutting the car with its giant noggin. Thump, thump. Now this I don't. Like an analogy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's like a railroad bull, like the the same yeah. way they throw hobos off of carts. <laughs> they do that with making out in Kentucky, I guess. Uh, the headbutting the car with his giant noggin, thump thump. Now I don't know if any of y'all grew up on farms. Clearly, she did with that y'all. But huge bulls can be scary, so neither of us really wanted to get out and try to negotiate. So my BF pulled his pants back on and slid up to the driver's seat. The plan was to drive to a different part of the farm and resume the festivities. <laughs> <laughs> but it had rained it. all that day, and now we were stuck in the mud. No uh-huh. cell phones because it's 1993. We had two choices, get dressed up and slog through the mud several miles to get help from his extremely re- religious, disapproving parents oh. who hated me and mm. thought I was a Jezebel and that I didn't <laughs> know and didn't even know I was in town, or slog through the mud for several more miles to get to the payphone at the nearest gas station. Oh, God. Uh, the second one sounded a lot better, but then there was a complicating factor, the giant bull, who was looking more and more pissed off as he slowly began to realize he wasn't going to be able to either murder or mate with the car. Well, that's a new <laughs> revelation. So we tried waiting him out. We played a few games of 20 questions. Thump, thump. We tried honking the horn to scare him. It just pissed him off. 
Finally, he stopped headbutting and just stood a few feet away staring at us. Finally, shit got real. If we didn't haul ass, I was going to miss curfew. And that was the only thing scarier to me at the moment than the bull. So my BF <laughs> said, okay, I'm going to open the car door. Just act normal. If he starts to charge, run like hell for the fence. We slowly got out of the car, shut the door as quietly as we could, and just kind of saunter away. It did not please Hair Bull. He made a noise like a coffee percolator and charged. Oh. And holding my high heels in a tight dress and tight high stock, thigh-high stockings, I hauled ass harder <laughs> than I ever did in my life. I reached that fence, and I swear to God, I hurled that fucker like an Olympian. Oh, my God. We both made it, barely. I still remember the look on that bull's eyes sometimes, and it haunts me. Bulls can be extremely dangerous. Before we discuss this one, I should mention that uh, Whitney Lee is from the uh, the True Crime Campfire podcast. Okay. Which is apparently really popular, and I'm jealous of them. Hey, well... They haven't been doing it as long as me, but it is a really good podcast. Everybody should check out. I need to check it out. Whitney, that was hilarious. I think my favorite part about that whole story is the fact that she was referred to herself as a Jezebel. My mama used to call, you know, women of question Jezebel. She'd tell my brother, you stay away from them Jezebels of the world, Forrest. They are up to no good. Your brother's name is Forrest? My brother's name is Forrest Bavard, and I am Ashley Ann. And yes... Our mother Bavard? Was Bavard. What is that? It's a family name, I think, on my dad's side. I've never heard that term in my life. It's a, I mean, it's a name. I don't know if it's like a for anything else but, right. a, but a name. But yeah, so why, Jezebel. Why oh Jeze- is that from the Bible? It's from the Bible. Apparently, Jezebel was a character of the Bible who, you know, she seduced this guy and was evil or something. So it, it, I love it. I love that she used that term in the story. That's hilarious. Yeah. Also, that is scary. Like, yeah. I wouldn't have made it. Right, I don't right. Think I there's made nothing. It. There's nothing scarier than like you're, you're, like being in your your car doing stuff you're not supposed to do, mm-hmm. and then getting stuck there. That actually, I remember that almost happened once. Like we were like off in this little like field that we would like drink yeah. at, you know, and stuff. When I was like 18 or so, and um, we uh, the car like wouldn't start. Oh my god! But then it did. It was one of those weird. You know how like sometimes you just gotta like gotta rock the the. the we, the steering wheel back and forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it starts for some reason. And it yeah. scares you to death at first because you're like, oh, my God. Um, but, uh, yeah, that happened. I also got caught uh, making out in cars several times by police. And they're always, they oh. always like, cool about it. Though. They always, like, thought it was funny, you know. I've they're never, like, go, go somewhere where we can't find you. I've never, ever, I don't think I've ever, like, done anything like that. Like, made out in a car. Really? In a car somewhere, Yeah. Wow, never Just, you never like you used to like party in a parked car when you were younger. I mean, I've like partied in a car, right? But right. I've never like been out like you know mm-hmm. making out, getting caught by police. Why not? I don't know. I'm just, I am not a Jezebel. <laughs> I'm just not a Jezebel. I don't know. No, I, I don't know. You weren't just, fooling around with guys at that age. I had a boy. I had a boyfriend. My first boyfriend was at sixteen. I had my first kiss at thirteen, and then I didn't kiss anybody until I was sixteen. Must have been a bad kiss. Um, it was awful. Talk about embarrassing. So everybody was like, "Ashley's never kissed anybody." So they circled around and they're like, "Kiss her, kiss her." And so he walked up, and it was a public kiss. And then he just looked at me, and he was like, "That was like fine," and then like walked away and tongue? left me there. Was it no, tongue? No, no. Okay. 
and it was yeah so talk about embarrassing story right, at 13 right. that was horrible like now that i think about it i'm like why <laughs> did you guys do that yeah, like, yeah kids are terrible yeah and then he tried to like hit me up like when i was in my early 20s i saw him at a local bar he's like we should totally go out and i was like no you weren't very nice to me like my first kiss at 13 <laughs> so like we're not ever gonna date he got like really mad but <laughs> really yeah wow well, that that is a little unfair on your part, if I do say so. I is mean, it? When, I mean, when you're he 13, hurt my feelings. Yeah, but everybody he, was. He he participated in a very embarrassing moment in my I life. I feel like anything from high school or before. I is should be like, more forgiving. It's everybody was a jerk. But I, I don't know. I've if got he, friends. Maybe he's single. Hey, you know, Shane, if you're out there, you know, I'm. <laughs> you, you can take me to coffee. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Well, you have another story, Ashley. Oh, yeah. About, uh, what's this one about? This is, again, this is just a rant. I went bowling Bowling. the other day. Yeah. Always great when a story starts with that. (laughs) I went bowling the other day. So, do you bowl? I, I, every now and then, I enjoy a nice visit to the bowling alley. I'm not great at it, but it's fun. Okay. I bowled one time, maybe when I was... 13, 14. Right after I don't, you got kissed. Yeah, I don't really remember it being very much fun. Um, the other day, my friend Allison was like, we're going to go tubing, and then the weather didn't pan out last Sunday. Mm-hmm. So she called me up Sunday morning. She was like, hey, um, when you're done church or whatever, do you want to come to the bowling alley with mm-hmm. me and some people? And I thought, you know, I don't really want to go bowling, but I'll go. Right. I'll be social. Sure. You, know, you just want bragging rights to be able to tell people you yeah. went bowling. So I agree. I, I, I verbally agree over text message to go bowling. Mm. Okay. As soon as I do, I look down at my hands and I realize, crap, I have just gone to the nail salon and gotten my nails pretty long. And I'm thinking, well, this isn't going to be good. Right, right. Because you got, when you're, bo- you know, you put your fingers in the little hole sure. and then you swing it back, it could break a nail. Yeah. And, I'm not going to spend more money and have the pain. So I I just looked down at my hands and I had a moment where I was like, okay, you've already agreed to this. Mm -hmm. You're going to, you're not going to back out now, but you're going to have to modify. However you participate in this. Right. If you want to call it a sport. I mean, the history of bowling, it goes back to the ancient Egyptians where it's like, yeah, they literally had like a rock and they rolled it down to like knock off like little objects well, was that the, sounds fun. I mean, right, but it was like 5,000 years ago. Yeah. And we're still... But anyway. Well, every, so I, I feel like every sport... Well, here's the thing. It's like most we're sports... We're still doing it. I'm like, what are we I doing, I feel like most people? sports are like variations of things where you used to kill each other. You know what I mean? Like football is pretty much like a battle on the right. field. But except for you don't die, mostly. This was, you know... Th- this is a very ancient sport, and we haven't really changed it up much, which... Weird to me that we're here as a society. I, I'll we're tell, like fighting I think COVID, but we're bowling. More fun than a lot of other sports. Okay, and again, in in a lot, and as the story goes on, a lot of people feel that way. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I got to get the socks because they're going to make me wear wear weird shoes from the shoe place. It's like has <laughs> funk Ola granola. Like, what are we doing? Right. So walk in there, Mike. I don't know what I thought I was going to see, but what I saw. I was not prepared for. It was so crowded on a Sunday afternoon. I mean, everybody and their mother was literally bowling. Uh-huh. Is this regular old-fashioned bowling, or is it like the weird like lights out? It wasn't like rock and bowl. Okay. It was weird enough without other weird stuff. It's only rock and bowl, but I like it. <laughs> Walk in, and it's just anxiety-ridden. I'm like, oh, my God. They're like, where are these shoes? 
pick the ball. Oh my God, look at your nails. Okay, who's up? And I'm like, this is not fun for me. So next to us is this like league, like professionals. And they're like, they got the bowling shirt on. Uh-huh. They got their their shoes. Right. They're like taking like some fabric and like rubbing the ball, shining the balls right, right, down. Right. Yeah, They've yeah. got like the hand powder. Okay. They're like... They're doing know, the, the, the are they like doing the blow thing? Isn't it like a thing that blows on your they're fingers? They're doing like everything, like just like very intense. Uh-huh. So they're really into it. So they're really the into it. So, stuff. you know, they're like sizing us up because, you know, sure. who the hell are they? Sure. And so really it's me, Allison, and then two guys and they're like good, like uh-huh. very good. Allison's decent and I can't be decent because I got these nails. Right. So it's my turn and I'm thinking... You know, I'm sure the ancient Egyptians <laughs> probably bowled like I'm bowling, you know, because uh-huh. taking both hands and just tossing it down. I'm sure that they weren't doing what the people to my left. I don't were know doing. if they have like drill the drill technology at the time to like actually put their fingers right. I'm in like, the rock. You know, I mean, they were building the pyramids, so maybe. But I, yeah, you know, that's true. You, you know, build a pyramid, you could probably you know. build a bowling ball. But I'm sitting there, I'm looking around, and I'm just thinking to myself, "This is where we are. Like here we are." We're gathered in a place right. where we're taking these heavy balls and just chucking them down an aisle, albeit shiny, an aisle, and right. then they're knocking over these weird white-looking things called pit. And I'm just thinking, like, okay, I, I can't take this very seriously, mm. like, to me. Mm. So I, I waddle up there because I pick a ball that's too heavy for me because I don't know what I'm doing. Right. And I turn around and my friends are like, I don't know, man, just let it go, man, because you can't (laughs) do it the normal way. And I like squat and I like release. And these people next to me, I mean, I was sacrilege to them. They were like looking over there like, oh, and I'm just looking at them like. called you a Jezebel. I was a Jezebel, totally. And and I just, but I had a blast. I mean, like I had a blast knowing that there were some times where I would let the ball go. I didn't get a strike, which that's another thing. Like they put the numbers up, but then if you get a strike, it has to be like an X. And yeah. I'm like, what are we doing? What's wrong with but that? Then I, like I realized, the but then I realized, because again, I don't know much about bowling. I'm like the whole time I'm thinking, why are these people mad? Like they're winning. I thought maybe we were playing against them. (laughs) (laughs) You you, you thought you were in a competition? Yeah, because like the way that they were looking at me, I'm thinking like, dude, like you're winning. Like, (laughs) like I'm doing like a six mile an hour. Are you saying like you thought you were in like a symbolic competition with them or you literally literally were playing? I was playing against them because Mike, (laughs) listen, just hear me out here. I don't, I'm not a sports girl. Okay. (laughs) So just hear me out. I feel like with bowling and golfing, I don't. Yeah, get I don't know it. what's going I d- on. I don't the understand. Right. Okay. Yeah. But I know. I don't even know what football is doing. I don't either. Right? But I know that when you play football, the goal is for two different teams to play against each other, and right. one of them wins. Right. It's not like you ever see anybody just playing football like without a right. competition going. So in my mind, I'm thinking like they're looking at me because I'm their competition. Right. And I'm thinking, why are you mad? Like, I'm terrible. And then it's explained to me by my friend. He's like, dude, we're playing like us. Like, like we're playing the group, Ashley. (laughs) The the enemy is in the mirror, if you want to. And so then I realized that there's this thing called personal best. 
So, I was really, <laughs> so I'm, I'm actually not so familiar I, with that concept. So I was really excited because I could see, I mean, cause I'm like rolling this ball, like six miles, eight miles an hour. Like this guy, Jason, I was with, he's like 30 miles an hour. I'm like, he, I mean, that ball was flying, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I just couldn't take it. I mean, you know, I understand, I will say this. I understand now why they have a refreshment counter because it's, I mean, we played a couple different rounds, and I got hungry. Sure. Like, you know. but it Well, was, I mean, don't most places have a refreshment calendar? I don't no know. I don't know on. anything about sports, Mike. I don't I mean, know. Gol- I'm sure golf has a They have, like, everything. They eat, got, right? like, like the carts, and the they just, those people, they, they, they're at the country club. Like, yeah. they have, like, all the good stuff, but. How does anybody have time to make golf a part of their life? People that have money, <laughs> right? Uh, don't they have like, to work hard? Like, <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, I guess like it depends. Like, if you're just playing on the weekends versus people that golf, like are retired and golf like yeah, every day. Yeah, yeah. I don't. It doesn't. Some people love it. It's yeah. not my thing. So I mean, how, sports in general is not my yeah, thing. Yeah, me neither. I'm not a big sports. So guy. yeah, I'm thinking. So, but this guy. So then, okay. So when you roll the ball down, it comes back up with a little ramp. Mm-hmm. And again, you know, I'm thinking that we're competing against right the league next to me. And the ball comes up and they're just like, they don't like how the balls are coming up. And the guy's like, this isn't right. And he's like, and I thought that he was like giving me all the bad balls, but he just said he had their own. So I'm thinking like, yeah. you're giving me the cruddy one. I know yeah. it. But um, yeah, I mean, I had kids looking at me sideways. Like, what is that woman doing? Cause I had to like hold, like it was like, just like let it go. I was like, you can do it. Yeah. <laughs> you can get, I needed the bumpers, but, but yeah, no, well, I how, just, how did you fare? How did, how did it go? Did you, I was terrible. Okay? No, I was terrible. Um, and I, again, I don't understand it. I mean, here we are, like people are spending time mm-hmm. researching outer space. We've got COVID that we're fighting and like, right. we're literally doing a sport that Reba's ancient, on that ancient Egyptians, Played. the same way take a, a big object and roll it down and knock some stuff over right, and i'm just right. like I, how do we get here so, like i don't know what's well ancient going on. egyptians did some cool stuff to be fair i mean it's not like yeah but like don't you think it should pro- the sport should progress a little bit i mean yeah we're indoors with air conditioning now like maybe i feel like everything we have is just a variation or of an upgrade the egyptians of what used to be i was thinking about that the other day like you th- look at outside like everything's exactly the same as it was 100 years ago just like up Dated. You know what I mean? Really? Kind of. Like, I mean, there's still buildings and people wearing clothes and cars are like pretty much the same. Am I wrong about that? I was thinking like the digital world, the virtual world. Yeah. That evolves quickly. But like the physical world, I feel like it's just kind of. Right. Maybe you're right. Maybe like bowling is an example of that. Yeah. Totally. Like we're, we're still here. Right. This is what we're still doing. Right. Right. I think the uh, the the bumpers <laughs> for bowling was the most recent technological advance, which I could have used. Made. I could have used that. Yeah, yeah. You know, but no one know. No, and that no was one... what 2011 when they came out with that. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, they're due for. Took them a while. Took them a while. Well, are you uh, are you a fan of bowling, Jimmy? Um, I am a fan of going to bowling, but I am not very good at it. I found. I'll tell you guys this. I found a hack. A, a way to be good without being good with bowling. That seems well, to work pretty well for me. It's great Granny me style? hearing this now. What you got to do <laughs> is now. Well, that's what Ashley was doing. Apparently, uh-huh. that didn't work very well for no, her. Okay. Um, <laughs> what you got to do is you got to line your ball up with the middle line. 
You know how there's, you know, there's like lines. The triangles and stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You got to like, but you got to look at the boards, just like the, the straight up boards and just line it up uh-huh. with that middle one the best you can and toss that bad boy down there. And more times than not, you're going to hit it square in the center. See, when you watch bowling, like when you watch people that are good at it, it feels like like most people are right-handed. So like what it looks like what they do is they put, they like go like, so like you have the triangles that like boom 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 and it the, like the middle one and then right. boom boom boom, uh like on the lanes and then they'll throw it like two triangles to the right and then it'll like psh, and like spin back yeah. and nail yeah. like the side of the triangle and that's like how you get a strike right, right. which is impossible so I, I always try to do that but then it just winds up going. <laughs> So you just look like you have no idea what you're doing. You're just throwing the ball right into the gutter. At the end of the roll, it looks like I have no idea what I'm doing. But at the beginning of the roll, right. they're like, oh, this guy's fucking going So you got the first half down. Yeah. Yeah. Got like the, it just doesn't come back. Right, right, right. How do they do that? How do they make it like bounce off the fucking it's the, ditch? It's the spin. They they put like this immense spin on it. It's kind of yeah. like when you watch like people that are really good. Well, pitching too. Right. They put so much spin on it that it like. Yeah. Shoom. So the spin is the secret of sports. And same everything. Everything mm. is spin with basketball. You put that back spin yeah. on it. With soccer, when you watch them kick it, it's like. Right. Bend right. it like Beckham. You know. Type right. When, stuff. You, when you're running, you want to be spinning. You want to be spinning, ideally. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't. There was no spin with me. No spin. It was waddle up. Let it go and talk to it and say, come on, you can do it. <laughs> Although I didn't do a strike, but I did a couple times where I got almost, I only had one pin standing. That's not bad. And it was, I caught it the Ashley. You just and walk then, up and let it go. Right. And see, my theory, if, if you get like one or two pins left, you line up the boards with those two pins and just throw it straight. You could probably even do it granny style. Yeah. Ashley style. Uh, it's called the Ashley. Yeah. But, you know, I, I don't know. People, it's just this, the energy of these, of some of these, it's just weird. Mm-hmm. People get really, and oh, I, yeah, everybody like, needs something. I get it. Like, everybody very needs seriously. something. I mean, they kill each other in Britain in these soccer games. Oh, I know. Or football is what they call it. Yeah, but it's wrong. <laughs> All right. We got, we got one more okay. to read here. Um, actually, I got to, could you talk for just a couple seconds, Ashley? Yeah. Something. Tell us a little bit more about bowling. I got to find this one. I apparently did not copy it. It smells weird in there. Right. But the pizza's good. I didn't get any pizza, which really? I'm resentful. Bowling out of pizza, I feel like it's its own genre of pizza. Yeah, but any pizza that's not pizza from a pizza place just isn't pizza to me. Like homemade pizza no, that's dude. not pizza. School pizza. School pizza sucks. What I refer to oh, it's a boat. so good. Ugh. What I refer to as um <laughs> bowling alley pizza is like GT pizza's bowling alley pizza to me. Really? That like that that genre. It's not necessarily doesn't have to be from a bowling alley, but like when I think of that type of pizza, it's like Chuck E. Cheese, oh, GT yeah. pizza. I've never been to Chuck E. Cheese. It's always that kind. You don't like GT pizza? I like GT pizza. That's not Chuck E. Cheese pizza. I know, but it's that genre. It's like, yeah, you no. can get worse types of pizza. Like, you know, there's all kinds. There's What's deep the dish. best kind of pizza, you think? Um, New York style. I say New York style is the best. Not because of the water, though. Because of the crust. You like the crust? Dude, I totally want to get pizza now. Oh, my God, I know, me, me too. too. I might, I might so we go. should go to pizza. Let's get pizza. I, got a, I have a job interview, though. Well, that's more important. But I, I, I <laughs> either a pizza place or a bowling alley, because if it's one of those places, you're I'm not going to a bowling alley. I'm not doing it. But it smells real weird in there. 
Yeah, well, they have like all that. It. They have the shoe. They have like a. Uh, it's like shoe. a thousand used shoes, and then disinfectant, and then bad pizza, and then weird people. You combine all those things together, you're gonna and get. It's in, to an be a lot enclosed, of it's yeah. in an enclosed right. environment. Yeah. Like at least yeah. the Egyptians, you know, they were they outside. Were, are you sure about that? How do you I, know? Because I, I yeah, but they I had mummies it. laying around everywhere. And That's they would carve the bowling the mural like in the pyramid, so it was like a big deal to them. Wow, there's bowling uh, nostalgia in the pyramids. There is. You can look it up. Yep. Wow. Yep. Wow. Wow. Yeah. They also are the reason that we have domestic cats. They are the reason that we have domesticated cats. Yeah, I have heard that before. Because those cats cat were mummies. supposed to protect them against yeah, the scorpions. Yeah, what the hell were cats before they were domesticated? And the snakes. I don't know, dude, but I know my cat sits on me like she's protecting me from something. Right, right. Okay, I found yeah. it. This is from uh, Kendra Clark Early from Baltimore. Hello. You, this is one you actually liked, Ashley. Okay. Because I got this <laughs> not that one I didn't later. like the other ones. <laughs> um, at age twelve, new school first day, a boy asked me if I give good head. Oh God. <laughs> Being fresh from Catholic school and totally naive, but wanting to sound cool, yes. I replied, "I'll let you know." <laughs> and like a cool kid, I went home later and asked my mom if I gave good head. <laughs> She told me. No. She told me some ladies like to put their mouths on oh men's my penises. My sister and I laughed today about this explanation. Oh. Whew. Yeah, wow. I saw that one last night, man. I was rolling. <laughs> I'll let you know. I don't think I That's knew such a diplomatic like, answer, like a great, like a great answer though at that age. Like I'll let you know. Right. Like I feel like I say that like to all kinds of stuff, you know. I'll let you know. Man, I definitely remember having like awkward things like that where I asked my parents like what something was. Oh yeah, I never asked my parents anything. Well, I I wouldn't had I known you know there are sexual connotations. Yeah, but uh, that definitely happened a few times. Yeah, I never. I always got my information on like the school bus. Yeah, there was I always like a kid part. or two that could tell you anything. Yeah, you I, I remember know. Aaron Bame in kindergarten <laughs> asking me if I knew what do it was. And he then proceeded to explain it was when you get in bed with someone and go, uh, uh, uh. Wow. Yes. I mean, that's now, that's uh, pretty much. Now a sex agitation. <laughs> this is. I mean, that's like close. Wonder how he's doing now. Not far off. <laughs> I think we're Facebook friends. Okay, well. He should be all right. He was like the bad kid, though. Now, he was like super <laughs> fun to hang out with, but. What's weightlifting? Borderline almost always got you in serious trouble, you know? Yeah. You know that friend? Like, they're way fun, but like some of the stuff's like, I, I can't do this. I'm going to. I chickened out a lot with Aaron. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. Man, that's that's a funny story. Like I, I'm trying to think. I'm sure I've had stuff like that. Hat. I just, I never, I never did go to my parents and ask them to clarify anything. Though I remember that it was like school bus information. Right, that was the best kind of information. Um, cafeteria. Cafeteria. Man, the cafeteria. You could learn a lot. Oh in the yeah. Cafeteria. Did you guys like? For me, we would usually end up like sitting at the cafeteria before classes. Yes. Like your bus would drop you off, in the and morning. then at the end too. Yeah. It, we had like two happened. rounds of buses at mine, so a sometimes lot. you'd be there for like an hour. A lot happened in the cafeteria. Absolutely. As far as like information sharing. Yeah, we had. Like, I remember we had like the Legend of Bloody Mary. Like they said, it was oh, in the, yeah. the scary bathroom. I feel like school bathrooms are a whole genre. School there was always building. one, yeah, one that nobody went to. Ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, we, <laughs> there was a legend that like a woman named Mary lived in a house that was there before the school was there. 
And I actually, and I drew a picture of her and she was a giant, I drew her as like a giant Godzilla type of thing attacking planes. Oh my God. Like this old lady. And, uh, and the cool. teachers eventually told us we were not allowed to talk about Bloody Mary. They censored school. you? Yep. Wow. Oh. Your teachers, yeah. wow. I know. I know. This is the Bible Belt. We also literally like read Jesus stories in public school. <laughs> like That is the Bible Belt down there, yeah, man. Yeah. I remember like my second grade teacher just like reading us like the story of Jesus. Like, Yeah. <laughs> I went to private school down in Georgia and then went to public school up here in Maryland. Mm-hmm. That was a mm-hmm. shocking change. I I'll mean, bet. Yeah, f- Virginia to here was a big change for I me. I mean, a small Christian. Yeah, I wasn't even that much of a redneck area, but but like it, the mean the streets of Hartford County. Yeah, I was like shocked by how many kids smoked in ninth grade. Yeah, it was like a totally normal thing, you know. It was, like wasn't even was a weird. bad kid thing. It's just like, like vaping now. Kid. I feel like every kid vapes now. Do that. I joined the track team in ninth grade. Uh-oh, I had a go? crush on somebody. I only joined because I had a crush on this kid. Did it work out? No, and I was terrible at track, and then I quit because they were like, "You have to run." I'm like, "I'm not going to." Whoa, that. whoa, 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 whoa! This was not in the. <laughs> I'm like I'm not and they're like yeah, and you gotta run again we have practice you gotta keep you gotta, you gotta, get, more be- than you gotta get better and I'm like I'm not doing yeah, running, that running sucks so then like, I figured out all I had to do was like quit the team but then get my girls together and we would walk around you know and like look at the guys there you, you know, go practicing and yeah did you ever get with the guy no no I was good. a dork I'm That's still right. a dork. I, I had no game. I ended up dating a guy, though, when I turned 16 from Delaney High School. That's where I went. And I went to North Harford. So it was like, what what oh. year? What year was this? You're oh, younger God, than I'm, me. No, but... I'm old. Well, yeah, early 2004. Okay, that would have been a little bit after my time. Yeah. Maybe Jimmy. Mike, knew. Mike Castellano. Mike Castellano. Mike Castellano. This yeah. is in 2004. He makes good pizza. Yeah. 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 He's got the right water. He, Mike Castellano. That is a name right there. Mike yeah. Castellano. That's, 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 that's the name love. of a guy that a girl love. dates yeah, from another totally, school. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm dating Mike Castellano. They're like, oh, sure. I guess he rides <laughs> a pony with yeah. a, without a shirt on. Yeah. It was, it was, you know, that was my first heartbreak. My, you know. You went to Hereford. I went to North Harford. Oh, Harford. North Harford. 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 So Even very similar Harford to Harford. Right, than Harford. Right, right. It's more Harford than Harford. Harford. It's the same thing, kind of. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, that was... Uh, so yeah, I just quit the team and just stalked him. That's the way to do it. And uh, it didn't fare well, but uh, that's what I did. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Listen, this has been an amazing episode, oh, This has been fun. You're welcome to come by anytime. We have a good time together. I love it. Thank you. This is always so much fun. Of course, anytime. We got so many more things we can talk about. Oh my gosh, yeah. Spooky Like songs. where to find my paintings. Right. Yeah. Tell us that real quick. Yeah. So I've actually sold a few recently. So thank you guys for everybody that's been buying my work and supporting it. Um, you can find it on Fine Art America. Search for Ashley Ann Rutledge's art. You can also um, get originals by looking at my Instagram, which is Ashley Ann the Artist, or Facebook, um, mm-hmm. Ashley Ann Rutledge. And um, on Fine Art America, you can get like mugs and shower curtains and pillows and different things with your favorite painting, or you can buy the original directly from me. So Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much, Ashley. Always a great time with you. Jimmy. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. And we will see everyone next time on The Confession. The Confession. There you go. <laughs> Bye.